What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 48 of another Disney podcast, where we continue to tell you things that we think you should know about Walt Disney World. This week, we are going to dive into a very fun topic. It's going to be attractions that people love to hate, hate to love. You decide. Let's do it. This is another Disney podcast production. Oh, man, I like totally messed it up. We talked for the, the first five minutes before we started this about what the title was going to be, and I, I totally blew it. I don't it's remember actually going what to it be is. awful attractions that people secretly love. That's it. That's but, it. I mean, love to hate, hate to but love. But you said the one that you put in the notes, so it's only natural that you repeat the one that you wrote. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's what you true. remembered. That's that's then Dave yeah. came in and had to wordsmith everything and it's and it's so all of a sudden better false better oh man I liked what you said better well it's I like when you use the word secrets when it comes to Disney because when people are like ooh it's about ooh. something I don't know even though it doesn't work in this context at all it's no. just people secretly love them <laughs> which I am guilty of some of these so I can't wait Me to too. talk about it but first before we do. I do have one quick thing that I want to bring up for, for those of you that have been following the show for a while. Um, we, we don't have any affiliation with this website at all, but we just have loved them before we started our show. Ever since we started our show, I look at it almost on the daily and that is blog Mickey. It is run by a great guy named Mike. It's just an awesome, it's where we go to kind of get our Walt Disney, news and updates and yep. what's going on with the entire company not just parks but obviously they mostly cover parks news versus parks snooze anyway um there was one uh he, he rarely writes opinion pieces but he had one this week that really like kind of hit home with me and i was like dude he nailed this and that is yeah. if you remember when the when the world came to an end and the best show ever was uh retired that would be illuminations for those of you who don't realize what the best show is we um had the transition to epcot forever which is now forever gone gone so not so forever <laughs> no not so forever but um replaced with harmonious which i like to affectionately call horizons because i can never remember harmonious um anyway he wrote an opinion piece about the beep show that is what's happening in the lagoon so yes. um his title is uh i won't remember to put something in the no show notes but if you go to blogmickey.com and just search the embarrassing state of the world showcase and he has the original kind of image art when 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 disney shared this and talked about illuminations going away and they're going to create this whole new show from scratch which we now know that um chapek had a, had a lot to do with the show so yeah. that's one of the things i'm going to give him credit for because it's the best nighttime show at disney right now again opinion but that's what i think yeah. um but I, the the concept art for this is this wowing daytime water feature that basically makes all of that <laughs> the, all of that metal hardware out in the in the lagoon kind of disappear and yeah. so he talks about how now we've now entered month three since this started and really this past weekend when they had the walt disney world marathon was the first time that it had any kind of real significant time that it was on and operating and yeah. to be honest with you, he, there's tons of pictures in his article. And when you look at it, 
it i mean it's not even remotely close to the concept art. <laughs> no it's it's very underwhelming uh and i think they put so much emphasis and so much time into what the sh- show was going to look like at night uh-huh. when it was dark that they didn't think that these immovable giant ugly yeah. black metal structures are going to be out in the bright sun all day for people to stare at so i mean even with all the fountains on that you can see in the pictures that he took yeah it's just it looks very underwhelming i just yeah. don't think they thought it completely through because as you know with illuminations all of that hardware moved in and out of the world right. showcase lagoon you know at showtime so like during the day it was just a beautiful lagoon. This is now just like, there's a shipwreck in the middle of the, of the world showcase yes. lagoon and <laughs> they're really trying are. to fi- figure out a way to cover it up. So yeah, yeah I really found bizarre. this, I found it, this, this article interesting and I was surprised that he wrote this opinion. Yeah. Piece. Well, I mean, to me, he's absolutely nailed it, right? This is another one of those things where it was kind of like, um, I don't know, like I, I worked at, I worked at Apple for years. And so the, so one of the things I don't think this is a secret that I don't think this is a trade secret I'm not allowed to give up but one of the things that you always had a goal to do was under promise and over deliver and I feel like yeah. this is the exact opposite which they've kind of over promised <laughs> and under delivered now and and that's just more that's a lot at Epcot right that new big huge giant building is not going to be there anymore we all know that cherry tree lane is not going to be like epcot kind of has gotten the shaft um and this is just one of those things but i don't understand seeing how this structure was built and that concept art was there i don't know if it was there before construction happened but at least it got released by disney saying that like hey it's going to be something like this it's it's nothing like this and it's not running during the day and like at no, all it's it's definitely not on and like like you said it was a special for the the marathon right. weekend uh, but i don't think it's you know personally i don't think it's reliable enough to expect it to run every day right, uh, yeah. it's metal it's water Uh, so it's not going to be the easiest thing to run. I mean, that water's not the cleanest either. So you got stuff clogging up the pipes. You got, you know, it just was a disaster in the making, uh, honestly. So Mm -hmm. now he does to see what they do. Yeah. He does read that. Keep in mind, like my, he does read, he does write. This is my favorite kind of piece. This kind of sums it up. Well, keep in mind that the daytime fountains, should they ever materialize, are simply a band-aid for the metal armada <laughs> that was originally intended to move between a backstage marina and a world world case world showcase saloon daily. Um, a saloon? I don't know. There's there's oh, a saloon out there. It's world showcase. <laughs> there might as well be. It's yes, it's there. there. Well it's just be. not working. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I said. I don't think they thought about it. They just you know they designed this beautiful show for nighttime without any design on how to get it there and perform and get it out of there. They yeah. would have to shut. And he goes on to say this in the article, like they yeah. would have to shut down you know, portions of the world showcase lagoon walkway for hours to get all of that stuff out there. So it makes sense that it stays there. They just need to find a way to make it prettier. Agreed. And, and my favorite thing, I won't bore you with the whole article, but the last sentence is so great. In the meantime, we have this and it's a picture of the Walt Disney world 50th anniversary logo functioning as a band aid 
to a Band-Aid. <laughs> That's how he ends the article. <laughs> That's right. Oh. You can put lipstick on a pig. That's right. That is right. That okay, is man. Right. Let's jump in to our... Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cheat and read it correctly because we both murdered it. Yeah. Awful attractions that people secretly love. And so we have a handful of them. We'll go through them. Um, and I'd be curious to know which of our listeners or viewers, how many that they land on because uh, like yeah. there was a few in here as i went through the list because brandon actually put this list together and i was like yeah i do love that one. Oh, i love that one too <laughs> but in but in real life yeah they're they're pretty bad borderline awful yeah. <laughs> yeah they're they're borderline awful but yeah so we came up with this list uh <sighs> it's it's stuff that we we personally love to hate hate to love they're classic rides there's some great attractions but when it, when it comes down to it, if you're walking around Disney World and there's a line for it, you're probably going to be like, nope, I'm not going to get on that. And the first one we're going to go to. Breaks now, that, defies the, that very rule that you just said. <laughs> if there's yes, a line, we're probably this, not going to get on it. Well. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> if, if you go by that rule for this one, you'll never get on it. No. And ever. that is Peter Pan's Flight. Mm. Peter Pan's Flight at the Magic Kingdom is one of those rides that will never not have a line that is 50 minutes long. It, it just won't. And to me, this is one of those awful attractions. And the yeah. reason I say that it's awful is because how slow it is, how long it takes to get on the ride. And then once you get on the ride, there's nothing special about it. It's yeah. not good. It's just classic. So yeah. that's why I term it an awful attraction um but everyone loves it and that's evident by the fact that there's always a 50 minute line and now people are using the lightning lane and paying 15 dollars so they can just get in line for it yeah which makes it uh interesting to me that maybe we just didn't raise our children right but to see i mean it's obviously when you see line it's mostly families with young kids and i mean i enjoyed the peter pan animated classic but my kids didn't make it through their first viewing. I think it bored them to tears. So maybe we just failed as parents. I don't know. But like, I look at, and I'm like this many kids love Peter Pan. Like, I mean, like I watched it. I mean, it's, it was good. It wasn't great, (laughs) but like, and to me, like when they redid the queue, gosh, was it been 10 years, maybe now seven, eight years ago. Like that to me is one of the best parts of the entire attraction is what they've added to the queue. So if you haven't been there and haven't seen it, I won't, we won't spoil it for you, but they've made some, they've added some scenic things as you go through the queue and they're really cool. Um, and that's yeah. a very narrow queue to begin with. So I guess they had to add something in there, but <laughs> yeah, the, um, what do they say? The lemon's not worth the squeeze. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a real thing. That's a hundred, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, after you wait an hour in line for this attraction, uh, the queue is awesome. There's yeah. some great interactive elements, but once you get on the ride, yeah. I mean, the most special thing they do, and you know, this isn't a spoiler. If you, hopefully a lot of people have been to Disney world. I think the most special thing about the ride is when you sit down in the flying pirate ship and you go past the cast member and they sprinkle pixie dust and the bar comes down. I think that's the most special part of the whole Peter Pan ride. So I have ridden that ride 
more than once with your wife and she's always like look 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 he's gonna do it he's gonna do it so that's like that's like the captivating part and it's at the beginning but don't worry the ride's over in 45 seconds anyway (laughs) yeah it's It's not a very long ride yeah it's short and uh like you said i don't think so much that it's the kids that want to get on the ride i think their parents feel this sense of nostalgia and and they see the line and they're like, Oh, this is popular. I think we should get on it. And then I'd be interested to take an exit poll. You know, when people get off the ride and be like, excuse me, I have one question to ask you. Do you feel like that was worth waiting an hour and a half in line for and just see what they say. But I think it's just a sense of nostalgia, not necessarily that all these little kids want to get on the ride. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But it is people mostly with young families. All right. Okay. We're not going to go very far. We're going to go right across the street, and we're going to go to another beloved classic that comes all the way from Walt's vision that was actually in the World's Fair, and that is none other than Small World. Now, I will say, on average, this is not typically a long wait. There are times when the crowds are insane where you're like, oh my gosh, it's um, it's an hour wait for Small World. But uh, most of the times when we go, you know, if you, of course, I know, this is not me saying that there's a dead time at Disney. There is no dead time at Disney anymore. Um, but like I, it, 20 minutes is typically a long wait for that attraction. Yeah. Um, but it's just the song on rinse and repeat. And it's slow. In different languages. <laughs> and because they're trying to get so many people on the attraction, about halfway through the boats back up <laughs> and you're no longer going at a reasonable pace. Yes. Yes. It's always bad when you get stuck in the section and not that there's anything wrong with this, but a section where the song is not in English and you hear it 463 (laughs) times in a row before your boat moves again. And to be honest with you, Brandon, this song that we're referring to is whenever I have a song in my head that I'm, t- I'm like, oh, I can't stop thinking. It's a small world after all. It's I'll go to that to try to break whatever song that I need to get out of my head, which tells you that's that's not healthy. That's not a good go-to. No, that's, that's, that's not good. When the, when the ride, this ride song you use to destroy all other songs <laughs> is that song, yeah. then it's, not, it's definitely not good. I should switch I to Happy Birthday. It'd probably be much better much better but Uh, yeah i I think this one is almost the same as peter pan's flight right it's in the same area it's it's one it's the same it's an og ride and i think people are like oh disney world small world i have to get on that like yeah that's that's what you're supposed to do when you're over here peter pan small world hit them both and um it's not an awful attraction. It's great for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just needs a little bit of updating. Yeah. I do like that they've, over the years, they've added some of like some Pixar characters, some Disney princesses have been sprinkled in at the right time. So they have added a few things, which the purists, of course, went absolutely nuts over. Why would you change yeah. this? No, but I will say this, Brandon. I will say, having had the opportunity to visit in Disneyland and Disneyland Paris, it is a cooler ride over there because at Disneyland, that whole, like the, the boarding, well, but both of them, the boarding and unboarding actually takes place outside. So that's kind of cool oh. and different. And the backdrop facade that we go inside at Walt Disney World at Disneyland in Anaheim at Christmas time is unbelievably cool looking. But 
that's not really the ride. It's just the visual aspect. But I do like at yeah. Disneyland Paris and at Disneyland, which, you know, was the original, that you do get to, like, part of it is outside. And that's obviously because, not always, but typically they have um, be- better weather that's a little bit cool and not so, like, stifling hot like Florida does. But uh, yeah. we, we also went to Paris in October and it was freezing and it was weird to load <laughs> outside. But, yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of a cooler element at the other two parks that Walt Disney World doesn't have. But, again, the ride experience other than that is basically the same and it's still kind of like I don't understand how people go – Coco, cuckoo for cocoa puffs isn't that what they said when we were growing up i don't know yes i mean yeah up. and there are people that love it's a small world every time we go with somebody or every time we talk about small world krista's always tells the story about the time they went to disney world and they went and did all the other attractions and krista's dad went on it's a small world like 58 times in a <laughs> row he just sat on it's a small world they were gone for like three hours and they came back and said dad what have you been doing and he's like i've been on it's a small world and they're like the whole time and he said yeah i just wrote it over and over again so this is one of those attractions that people don't they don't want to admit that they like it they don't want to admit that they want to go on it but they enjoy it when they're on there so that's why i put it on the list yeah that's great i mean i think that's fair and i always have that memory the first time we went with you and micaiah yes when we were on there and she was doing the little dance that all the characters were doing <laughs> while we were riding along in the boat. That's why I like it's a small yeah. world because it memories. Of the memories that I have with other people on it. It always goes back to a core memory as correct. Uh, as, as correct. Ha- what is it as happiness? What's her name? What's happy? Sadness. Ha- I can't remember. Joy. 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 <laughs> as happiness would say, no, Dave. Oh my gosh. Oh, Everything goodness. was going well. And yes. then I started talking, nailed it. Until in, until you talked, yes. Well, that, that moves us to a different part of the park. We're just going to stay in the Magic Kingdom. And okay. this attraction that I consider awful, oh, that no. people love, you hold near and dear to your heart. I do. And that is the wonderful attraction over in Tomorrowland. You said wonderful. Let's put that, let's put that in quotes. Tomorrow land, <laughs> the carousel of progress. Yes, well done. I think that deserves a magical carousel of pro- progress. Um, this is one of your favorite attractions. I, I believe last time we did attraction madness, you wanted it to win and yes. you voted for it to win everything. And this is one of those attractions that you not so secretly love. Yes. That is pretty. That's a pretty wide open and out in the open yes. love that you have for this attraction. Why, why do you think you love this I attraction? So I think it's because um, the when when you look at the time period, right, that this came out of, right. This was also at the World's Fair, or a version of this was also at the World's Fair, and it's another mastermind of Walt. Um, so those those two things uh, like at, hold a special piece of my heart like that's one of the reasons why i love it um but another is um just the like when you look at that and think in the 1950s they thought of this and put this together and did this and got this whole building to move like just the the ingenuity it took to put that together was something like people had never ever seen now the problem is they haven't updated the end future scene (laughs) since 1986, (laughs) but that's beside the point, but I don't know. It's just something about, and and I, and I, it's for a lot of people, it's a great, cool nap 
spot. Um, I have fallen asleep before because a dad with kids at Disney World gets tiring, but I mostly go and just marvel and it's before it ti- before its timidness. That's ahead of its time. There it is. Yes. I don't know. I think that's why I think it's because um, Walt had such a big hand in it. Um, it's probably one of the big reasons. Um, and just, it was so ahead of its time, which stinks because now it's like probably got two mice in the back that are just constantly running to keep <laughs> that thing moving, chasing their cheese. But you know, it doesn't, yep. it hardly ever breaks down. <laughs> It's, that's true. It hardly ever breaks down. Uh, I think the only time is when John or whatever his name's hand fell off during the fan scene. I think <laughs> there was something on the internet where his uh, his hand fell off. But I I put this under an awful attraction, not because the attraction itself is bad. I put it in there based on what you said. It hasn't been updated. Yeah. Like it's been. I mean, that's forty years ago. <laughs> the future was forty years ago. Um, you know, we got we got the Alexa things now. We got your watch you can talk to. And the big thing in this one is you could set the oven with your voice. Yeah. So the reason that I put that in an awful attraction is just because it needs to be updated. Yeah. I do secretly like the Carousel of Progress. Every time we go and somebody wants to get on it, I always am like, why are we getting on that ride? Like, <laughs> who wants to get on that? But once I'm on it, I enjoy it. I secretly like it. But it wouldn't be my, it's not my first choice to get on when we go there, yep. but I, I'll enjoy it when I'm there. Yep. Unless get, of course you get stuck and listen to the same song. Yes. Same scene six times. The past couple of times I've gone, I have had to repeat a scene, which is kind of funny, but Hey man, as long as it's the one where uh, I'm going to head on down to the whatever and have a cold sarsaparilla with the boys. Sarsaparilla oh, with the boys. That's right. They're calling it root beer these days. <laughs> It's so maybe it's because it's full of dad one-liners this is why i love it so much i don't know that might be it that no might excuse be it. yeah and it is i mean yeah. it is it's like it's uh i mean we're now in it's yesterworld like that's what tomorrowland should be called yeah um yesterworld <laughs> i don't know what to do but that whole area needs yeah. some updating yeah. anyway the gas yeah powered gas guzzling cars at the speedway yeah. they got the carousel of progress yeah. and then they have the next attraction yes. in the same area buzz 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 sorry yes buzz light years ranger spin okay yeah um I, we it seems like we always ride it and it's probably what keeps this thing going is the con, con competition aspect yeah would you say that yes. like it's i would always say that's fun. fair um but i only yeah. get a high score when we stop <laughs> And I could just nail the back true. of the volcano over and over and over. That is true. And I always, every time I'm going to go to Magic Kingdom, I always go on YouTube and I'm like, watch. All right. You got to hit the back of the robot's hand. <laughs> yep. You got to hit the volcano and you got to hit the bottom of Zerg ship. And yep. I, I know these things and somehow I only get 300,000. That's right. I'm like, the video lied. The video lied. Somehow I get to the end and my seven-year-old who all he did was hold the trigger beat me by 3,000 <laughs> points. I'm like, what is going on? That's true. Little known yeah. fact, though. You can just hold the trigger yep. down and it continuously shoots. I didn't know that till like a year ago when you told me. Yep. Well, and the other thing that's great is even if you hit nothing when you're holding that trigger or after so many shots, you get like 100 points or 1,000 points. I forget what it was. Yeah. So that's what's so great that nobody walks out and, and you're like, dad got 999,000. 999 million and and i got nothing 
<laughs> so that was wise on their end. Yeah, I just don't correct they, this 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 ride is back and forth for me as far as wait times. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, that line is insane, and sometimes it's not. It does move fairly well, but um, to me, well, no, no. There's a caveat to that. Once fast pass went away and it was just a standby queue, I thought that line moved very well. Before yes, that, I thought quick. the line was horrible. Because again, four people from the standby line would go and 312 would get to go from fast pass. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, like, what, what don't you like about it? The, the thing I don't like about it, really, and the thing that makes it an awful ride, to, awful attraction to me, is the fact that you have to spin the cars. Yeah. That's the thing that that is crazy to me. Uh, and you you talk about this a lot because you've been to the other parks. Um, there's an element of there's an element at the other parks that makes it much better. And that's that's that the guns come off. Is that right? Yeah. So it's I mean, it's still connected, but you can like pick them up and hold them and they have like a cable so you can physically just if you're not watching this is makes sense but you can move your arm where not have to have one on the <laughs> the spinning pinwheel of death and and nauseousness <laughs> to like because basically your gun moves about <laughs> four inches from left to right at walt disney world yeah. but in paris and at uh, uh disneyland in anaheim like it comes off and it's a much better experience as far as moving it around and aiming so it's just a better experience same exact ride but um yep yeah I, I just yeah i mean it's it's one like you always do but i think the draw is the competition but it's just a dumb ride <laughs> it is it's an awful ride like it's it's like we need to put something buzz Lightyear related into yeah. our land what's the simplest thing we could do a continuous moving ride that you yeah. shoot stuff at targets that don't move. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's truly the competition part. I mean, we always send pictures to each other if yeah. we're not there together Look on what, what we got. scored. So, I mean, we've, I think at one point we even created a shared <laughs> I did. folder I did that, make was, that. that was called Buzz Lightyear Ranger Spin Scores. And there was, <laughs> we would just put our pictures in there. So, I mean, that's what makes it fun. It's completely an awful attraction. Yeah. I like it. Do I love it? Not necessarily, no. but we always make sure that we do it if we go. It's one of those. It's yeah. like, like, man, these are awful, but we always get on them and we always enjoy them. What are we and thinking? That's why we secretly love them. All right, man, let's head out. We're going to head on let's over head to Epcot, the second best park in Florida. Um, and this one, this one was hard for me because I get it. Like I, I know, I think I know five people in my life that love this attraction and they're all in my family and your family or Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and that is living with the land. I'm sorry. I absolutely love this attraction. I can't, I can't get enough of it. Now I know that part of it is because I don't know. It's so unique. It's so different. It's a nice sit down. It's in air conditioning for the most part. They now do a cool holiday overlay, which definitely has increased the popularity of it during the holidays as you go into the lot real growing pavilion. I don't know what they call that. That's all decked out for Christmas. So it's really cool at night. The, but I don't the know. The greenhouse. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Well, the real growing. It's going to have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i, I agree know. i mean this is just something 
it's not awful. Like it's not, it's just, it's unique. And yeah, that's it's it. not everyone's cup of tea. And aside from the busy times of the year, holidays and things like that, I mean, very rarely are you going to have more than a 10 minute wait to get on living with the land. And, uh, like you said, it's just a good sit down. It's a good relaxation. It's always good if you can get in the first row of the boat. Yes. Cause it's a, uh, it's a good ride up there, but yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's more, it's more entertaining during the holiday overlay and all they do is add lights. It's not like they're doing a singing and dancing show at, at living with the land. So this is one that I secretly love to yeah. love, Yeah, I do love but it. I definitely don't hate it. I definitely, yeah. I don't think it's awful, but we are in the minority there. Most people we would be like, minority. wait, you guys are rushing over to living with the land. You got that right. <laughs> That's right. Most people go down the escalator and they go the other way towards Soren. We run to living That's with right. the land. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and I also think that certainly it, it didn't help our cause to hate it when we had Mike on, who is the voice of yes. of living with the land and as well as the people mover. And that just like taking a ride we already loved and then get to hear the man behind the message. It was like a kid in a candy store. It felt like meeting Elvis. That's what meeting Elvis That's must right. have felt like. <laughs> It's almost like he talks directly to us. Yes. We just like to, we just like to look at people and be like, we know that guy. That's right. We interviewed that guy. You don't even know who you're listening to right now. You don't even, you know. Don't even know. Have you ever been on the people mover? That's right. He's over there too. recognize something that sounds the same. Yeah, you do. Don't you? <laughs> well, that's Mike. <laughs> that's Mike. Mike Brussel. Everybody's looking at us like, can we please get away from these guys as soon as possible? Yeah, so that didn't help our love affair there. Um, no. So, yeah. No. Living with the land. There's oh, yeah. not much to say. We're like, I know five people that love this ride, and I mentioned them when we talked about the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's stay in the park and move on over to... Yep. Staying on. Oh, staying gosh. on to in the park, in the park of Epcot. And this one, I truly believe, this is one of the ones that in my soul, I'm like, this attraction is awful. <laughs> it's yes. awful. But... It, it there's limited attractions at Epcot. So it's one that you always have to go on. There's never really a super long wait no. for it. And the end of it leads to something cool. Does that make sense? Like the okay, attraction that's fair. itself. I didn't think about it like the that. The attraction itself is awful. Yes. But the ending and what you can do is great. And that my friends is under the sea with Nemo and friends. Like yes. the Nemo and friends ride is awful like yep. just half most of the time when we get on it half of the stuff the animatronics don't work <laughs> like the one where the, usually it's the one where the big scary fish yes. is chasing nemo all in the black light it's like, it's like the bulb the is out <laughs> it's either the bulb is out or the sounds are still going but the mean fish is like <laughs> and not not chasing nemo in any in any way so this one is most people love it. I mean, yeah. there's always people on Nemo and little kids love Nemo, uh, but I think it's, I think it's an awful attraction, yeah. but the part of it that I said is cool is when you get off, mm -hmm. then you're at the aquarium, then you can go see the dolphins. You can see the sharks, you can see the stingrays, uh, and all of those things. And then you go across, uh, and you can see the manatees. So it leads to the living seas, which is the giant aquarium, yes. which is super cool. Yeah. That part uh, is the, awesome. Yeah. But the Nemo attraction awful. 
Yeah. I, I do have to say this. There's something, and it's and it's right after that fish part that you talked about. I don't know if I've just been horrifically, horrifically lucky, and I don't mean that in a good way, or if it's just where it always is. But right after that, you kind of turn and you start heading to where the sharks are. So Bruce and the and the other guy, and yeah. and Marlon, Nemo's dad. Right after that fish stuff, it's all quiet, and then as loud as possible, he's like, "Stop fooling around!" <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> I've never understood. I'm all like, ah, like I just get ready now and cover up my ears. I'm like, why is that part so loud? Uh, it is loud, and it comes out of nowhere. It like, yes, comes from there's nothing you. happening. It's there's nothing going random. on. Um, okay, super random. So I do have to say this: um, when it comes to that attraction, or when it comes to Nemo-related attractions at Disney companies, the one in Anaheim is worse. <laughs> because it took over uh tw- what is it 2000 20,000 leagues under the sea and so they just yeah. made it a Nemo overlay and it is they should have just imploded that area it's so <laughs> bad and the submarine leaks it's just so bad yeah it makes the one and Epcot seem like man this is nice state of the art look how they're incorporating all that oh it's it's so bad so there there you go it, between the two Oh, the one in Epcot is amazing because <laughs> the one in Anaheim is is like, why? Why is this happening? This is not the. You can't take twenty thousand leagues under the sea and put cartoon fish in there. It just doesn't work. Okay, yeah, Man, we're moving along well. We're doing well. We are. We are moving along well. Oh, it's time to jump I parks. Guess we're, yeah, we're moving along out of the, out of the park of Epcot to Animal Kingdom. I like it. Now, um. Correct me if I'm wrong. This first attraction is kind of a hit for you. I would go out on a limb and say you rather enjoy this attraction. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Okay, that's fair. 100%. I I am 100%. with you. I am with you. But where it benefits is because we are in Animal Kingdom and the lack of attractions that are kind of um hair-raising, shall we should we say, full yes. of action. Yes. Um, are, are very limited and that is of course dinosaur now um if you haven't seen the film i'm gonna preach about this for a second i i highly recommend it i remember when this came out and they showed a five minute it was on one it was on a dvd and there was a the trailer of it was a five minute trailer of this film that, that disney was releasing called dinosaur and i was mesmerized and my mind was blown it was the first time that i remembered that they basically filmed live action places so real places on earth and then added the dinosaur animation stuff later and they interact with some of the stuff like if they're running the water would splash like all this and so it was the first time that i had really seen that and i was blown away at least to the level of it wasn't the first time that we'd seen that but because disney's done it before but this was like on a whole new level and i was blown away and i thought this movie was amazing i can't tell you how many people i talked to that have never heard of it and so of course they've never seen it and so that's one thing that's kind of weird because it is i would go on a limit and, and say this is probably the most unknown movie that got an attraction in any disney park in the world yeah that would be a fair statement yeah I think. so it's a bizarre yeah. choice but i guess it worked with animal kingdom and because they were thinking of 
you know, the original plans of Animal Kingdom included Beastly Kingdom, which never came to fruition. But I guess that would have transitioned or tied that in well also. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. I love how it rocks you. It's really cool. The the pre-show before it is funny with the, with the guy, obviously not the doctor dr huxtable's wife by the way um yeah I, I don't know like this one surprises me but yeah a lot of people don't care and maybe it's because it knocks you around i don't know or some yeah. people just don't like peeing in their pants because there's a couple of scenes that if you've never ridden before oh sweet mary and joseph that was yeah good. so yeah. yeah i think it's i think it's like you said it's the lack of thrill rides that are at animal kingdom so this this provides a little thrill the reason i rate it as awful but still love it is because i think it's the actual ride itself and the special effects are super cheesy. Yes. Um, it's, you can tell it's very early animatronic, right? So it's not the best looking thing. And sometimes half the dinosaurs don't work or they're, you know, it's, it's super cheesy to me, which is why I think it's kind of awful, but I love it. Like every time we yeah. go I need I have to ride it cause it's, it's fun and it throws you around and it's just a, like it's one of those rides that you ride and you laugh the whole time that you're riding it just because it's it's fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love it. Uh, the movie, like you said, probably 90% of Disney fans have never seen it or heard of it. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, before it's yeah. time. I could have saved all of that explanation and said that movie was before it's time. <laughs> That's good. That's um, good. But what's funny is like when we talk about like – well, you know it's bad when I say one of the highlights is the pre-show. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the ride itself. That's true. So that's true. That's not even. I don't know. And speaking of pre-show, I have to go off on a rabbit trail, or yeah, rabbit trail here. Um, I saw on the annual passholder Facebook page recently that somebody got the Disney license plate, and they they got UH. FLY. Oh, did you I see, did that? see that? I did see that. It was hilarious. Oh, I it, thought it that was a amazing. It, it took me too. Me I was like, wait, what? And I'm like saying it in my head. I'm like, uh, so quick flop. backstory. Oh, and then I was like, yeah. wow, <laughs> that was brilliant. So That's quick amazing. backstory. Um, at Pandora flight of passage, the, the like science worker guy that kind of walks you through all of the getting set up for the attraction. I won't ruin it for you but he's kind of nerd like he was he is absolutely cast perfectly he's brilliant but at one point he goes and so like he's talking about what you'll be doing and he says and next you'll uh fly <laughs> and he says it just like that and somebody got the uh fly as their license plate oh that was like well done oh yes well done that was well done sorry for the epic. rabbit trail no that was a good rabbit trail because i saw that the other day and i it once i got it uh, it was hilarious. It was brilliant. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna stay in Animal yep. Kingdom. This one we're gonna stay in Animal Kingdom. It's it's impossible to fight this one. If you have uh, if you have uh, what do you call it? If if you have a leg in the fight, I don't know if that's an analogy or not. If you have a leg in the flight and in, in the fight, don't get it cut off over this one. And that's a bug's life. It's awful. Again, I, I think it's one of those things like when that movie came out, it was a very early Pixar film. I loved it. Both of my kids watched it when they were young. They loved it. But it doesn't have that staying power. Like, you know, it's like the characters were great. The story was great. Um, but it just didn't have that stay. And they made this thing. And what's crazy is it's in the heart of the castle of 
that park. Yeah. So it's at the bottom of the tree of life. And it's so, it's really cool how they did it, but now super dated. So our friend Rob Fuzz has a video from the opening year. And when you watch that on his uh, YouTube channel, uh, shameless plug, youtube.com forward slash Rob Fuzz, when he does his, um, Retro. Retro rides. He has a video and it was the first year. And to hear the reaction of the crowd experiencing all that for the first time was was just it was that was the coolest part. Every time I watch I have yeah. to watch that because people are like, oh my gosh, and they're screaming and the, but it's it's your typical 3D. It is 4D because there's some sense and I think some water yeah. action there as well. But it's just it's a movie that isn't big and it's a an attraction that isn't relatable and it isn't it works perfectly in animal kingdom i know exactly why they did it and it, it's yep. just it doesn't have the staying power and now it's super dated with the technology of what they've done so that's my story that's my story yeah and i agree it's uh it's definitely not worth a family blow up kids will want to go to this they'll want to experience it uh make sure you properly prepare your children for things that are going to happen i remember we took my niece <laughs> uh or krista took my niece on on the uh on the attraction and she warned her about everything that was going to happen except she forgot about the giant spiders that fall from the ceiling and my niece tried to crawl up the wall to escape <laughs> the bug's life. So just make sure you accurately prepare them. But yes, it's awful. Like it's a cheesy 10 minute show that most parents will roll their eyes through and just pray that they wish that it was over. <laughs> um, but you have to do it. Fits perfectly yeah. in the tree of life in animal kingdom. It's just awful. Some people love it. Like, I mean, I get it. Some There's some cool it. interactive things that aren't, different than any of the other three and 4d things that disney does but i mean i gotta say what the other challenging part is you'll never see this as a walk-on maybe it'll say five minutes but it should never say less than 15 minutes because it's a no. 10 minute walk to freaking get down there <laughs> And then you there's walk always forever you walk yeah. forever to get down there so it is quite the it hike is moms and dads yeah. but there are some cool views as you exit if you hang out a minute i've got some of the best pictures of the tree of life after the exit when everybody leaves um it's kind of it's just it's pretty all around there and so it's worth it to go down there just to see because it's like i said it's a long walk down and it's kind of away from everything because the tree is obviously right up on that water that's behind it and i don't know it's, it's cool back there that's the best part is afterwards to see the views <laughs> Exactly. Just like uh, the Sea with Nemo and Friends ride, the coolest part is at the end. So, again, this is why we say awful rides that people love because this is another one of them. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. man. It's yeah. time to switch yeah, parts. So I, think, I think that takes us out of yeah. Animal Kingdom and takes us to the land of Hollywood. And I'm shocked that you oh, put yes. this. Yeah, and the reason I put this is because I secretly love it and I will go to it every <laughs> single, every single time I'm there, I make my party go to it. And I also try to be in it. Yes. And that's the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Boom, baby. Now the reason, now the reason that I say this, and this just came back, this was just reopened maybe yeah. a month, a month and a half ago, um, here at Disney world. But the reason I put this one in is because it is super cheesy. It is, I mean, how long ago was Raiders of the Lost Ark? I mean, that movie came out in the 80s, 80s. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the movie's 40 years old. They could have done 
there's so many more Disney action things that could have been put in the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular space. Uh, so for that reason, that's why I think like, like, okay, we just keep rebooting this. Like how many times can we show Indiana Jones running away from the giant ball? And how many times <laughs> can we flip this thing? And, you know, and they've changed it a little bit to take a little bit of the violence out, which I yes. think makes it a little more awful than it yeah. was before. <laughs> But uh, it's one of those things. Like I said, I will always go to it. If we're walking around Hollywood and there's a show that's coming up, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go in here and let's check it out. And I will totally be that dude standing on the seat, jumping up and down, acting like an idiot so I can try to be a volunteer or an extra in the stunt spectacular show. This is a true story. It's a true story because I've been there when you got selected. Yeah, many, I think I've been in it three times. Many eight-year-olds' knees were uh, skinned up from Brian from Brandon pushing them down so he could get in. I'm just kidding. Correct. No, it was cool. Correct. Like, I, like I'm surprised that people hate this because of what it is. It's a great. It's it's outdoor, but it's covered, and they have fans that there's always a breeze in there, so that's cool. And I love that. As old as this movie is, it has to me. I mean, all of the Indiana Jones movies have great, like classic iconic scenes in them. But to me, this is the one that had the most. And so it was cool to, and to bring together two, three, four of those bigger scenes and just what it takes to pull that off and all the stunts and and what they do. Like, it's just neat to go and see. And it's a great, it's a great time sucker in a good way because there's still not a lot to do at that park. And so I say, I'm with you. I say it's a don't miss because it's a nice break to get off your feet. You can have like, you can eat and drink in there and it, it's a nice, cool, relaxing. And it's a, super dope show like it's well done because we i think we've hypothesized about this before as why it's still there like it just eats up too many people to yeah it's just definitely yeah and it's and it's, yeah, definitely. it's like, just, like 45 minutes total from well, yeah, maybe it's a not. long time yeah maybe not i think that it long. might be at least it's at least a half an hour yeah. but yeah i mean it it sucks people in and it's entertaining yep. you know maybe this shouldn't have been on the awful attraction that people love maybe it's just an okay attraction that people love, but like I said, there's, there's a lot of other attractions, a lot of other action movies yeah. that probably it could have been updated to. So yep. that's now, why it's on my list. Yep. That's fair. Um, now we'll end with this one that I think is going to be overwhelming. Most people don't like, uh, we had a couple more, but just in the sake of time, we'll end with this one. And that is the star Wars ride that has been long forgotten. Now that there's galaxy's edge and that's star tours. However, I will say in their favor, they did a few years back add like 50 different endings based on, you know, all of the different films that they have to choose from now. And that part is kind of cool, but it is really lame. Like if you're not, if you get motion sickness easily, like it's a challenge. Um, But yeah, it's now that galaxy's edge is not there. It seems out of place. Sorry. Now that galaxy's edge is there, it seems out of place where it is. And yep. then it's nowhere near the caliber, but it's definitely a classic. They just had their, they just had a big anniversary this week. How many years was it from when it opened to Disneyland? I can't remember. Hmm. Was it? Maybe? I don't know. It's probably I don't more than, remember. Might have been more maybe than, 30. Maybe that's fair. I was like, it's gotta be more than 25. Anyway. Yeah. It's just, I, I used to love going to it and now I'm like, 
uh, if it's a walk-on, maybe I'll go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, which that ride typically has a weight. It does. Yeah. It does. And I think, I think it's now more that I've just gotten older and most of those motion rides, uh, <laughs> now affect me worse than they used to. Um, so yeah, every time I get off of it, I'm like, gosh, I feel awful. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even that great. It wasn't even worth feeling awful to get on it. Right. So yeah, uh, it did get a little better when they added all the scenes from the new movies, but it's just old. It's just outdated. It's not, it's not as popular as it once was. And you know, it's not going to be my first, second, third, fourth, or maybe even fifth choice (laughs) of attraction in that park. So, you know, if it's like walking out of the park 10 minutes before the park closes and you're walk by and it says zero minute wait, maybe jump on it before eh, you leave, but we'll go. And eh. of course, if you're a hard, uh, hardcore star Wars fan, I'm, you know, you got to hit it cause it's the third attraction that's related to all things star Wars. So that's fair. Okay. We did have a couple, well, we'll just call them honorable mentions. And that was frozen sing long celebration, which Brandon and I massively love. Um, we do, we but do it is, it's a lot of singing those songs, dad, that you've heard 10,000 times. If you have a daughter, um, and then maybe, but I think, I, well, maybe, uh three caballeros which i i've never heard somebody say they hate that but i could get that well it's not you kind of got to go out of your way to get to it (laughs) so you got you got to kind of choose it or like it or maybe that's what you're getting before you get in line for your margarita and last but certainly not least oh dang i had one that i was gonna include oh i had one too go 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 and this one this one could go under the category you know all of these were awful attractions that people secretly love i think this one could be uh, termed awful attraction that no one really likes and that's mission space (laughs) orange level at epcot no one likes it like when you get off of that you feel awful and it's awful I cannot ride it yeah. anymore, and I don't think I've heard anyone say, "Hey, when we got when we go to Epcot, we got to get on Mission Space." Yeah, I mean, we left it out. I agree, we left it out at um, Tomorrowland, but we did talk about it, and that is the ride that's solely responsible for the hole in the ozone layer above <laughs> Central Florida, which is the I always want to call it the Autobahn, but what is it called? <laughs> the Tomorrowland Speedway. There it is. Yeah, that is just like it's already hot most of the time when you're going to ride it and then you get in this a car that's blowing gas fumes and hot exhaust and then typically a small child is driving it so you're just banging off <laughs> the center rail over and over all the way through yeah yep yeah that's another awful but i, I mean people go and they're like they have to ride it every time they go i know people that are like that i'm all like i don't understand your soul okay yes. that's it like, so well, yep that's it 10 10 and i don't know if some honorable mentions rides attractions that are awful but people secretly love and we are guilty like we had several in that list that we absolutely love it's good stuff yeah there's probably six or seven out of ten that i actually love but i would still deem as awful attractions for whatever reason yeah that is correct all right man until next week all right i love it until next time Later, everybody. Bicycle. Peace out.